1: Welcome in everybody. Thanks for joining me. Happy holidays. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Key for Tested Podcast. How in the hell are you guys doing out there today? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, whatever the hell you believe in. Thanks for joining me here on this show. And of course, thank you for downloading this episode, as well as subscribing to our show. Please tell your friends or whoever may be interested in dirt bikes, laughter. Uh, family talk, whatever it is, we cover it all here on the RMATVMC Kiefer Tested Podcast. So thank you for joining me. Uh, If you guys want to do some shopping, please go to my website, KieferIncTesting.com. Click on the only banner that is on my disease-free website. Rocky Mountain banner is right there on the homepage. Bam, click it, and then you just go and live your life, do some shopping over at Rocky Mountain. That gives us a snippet, just a snippet, of what you guys are purchasing, and it helps us out. Let's the Rocky Mountain Brass know that you like this show. We'll keep this thing up and moving for next year. And uh, we'll have more, um, more episodes, bigger and better, for uh, 2024. So thank you guys for shopping over at Rocky Mountain. They do a great job. They have a lot of stuff in stock. I, myself, shop over at Rocky Mountain. Yes, I click my own damn banner. And then I can just live my life and do my shopping. I spend a lot of money on Oakley uh, Airbrake lenses. Um, I have a thing about having clear lenses all the time, and sometimes Oakley can't give me enough at certain times, and I buy my own stuff. I buy tubes. Uh, I buy tires. What else? I buy pfft. I buy too many Kawasaki parts for my kid, Aiden. So um, I buy a lot of stuff over at Rocky Mountain, so thank you for doing that. And fxrracing.com. KKMX35 is the code to save over there if you guys want to do some holiday shopping for you or your loved one. Uh, Helium Revo. Podium, clutch lines, all great. Um, they look really good for 2024. Lots of cool colorways, and I'm sure you'll find something that you like. And if you're interested in FTA, it's an off-brand for FXR racing as well. I have a code for you there. So just hit me up on my email, chris at and Of course, you ladies out there, we got you covered as well. I have a special code for you, lovely, lovely ladies, and I'll get you that too. Just hit me up with an email, and I'll get you that code. And if you want to get your suspension done, maybe you're back east or in a, in a spot where it's wintertime and you're just going to winterize your motorcycle, but yet you want to refreshen up your suspension, let Mark and the guys over at REP do that for you. They do a great job. KKREP is the code to save over at REP if you want to get some revalve done on your fork and the shock. Uh, if you're a KTM, Gas Gas, or even a Husqvarna Moto guy and you want a 6500 kit, they have those as well. If you really want to spend some money, want a cone valve track set up, Mark and those guys can do all that as well. Japanese brands too. They're just not pigeon to Austrian stuff. Uh, Lots of REP on my Yamahas as well as Kawasaki's here lately. So they do a great job. Give them a chance if you haven't had them do that already. And all of our 2023 sponsors that have stuck with us, Power Motorsports, you guys looking to get a Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM. They give the best deals to you, Kiefer-tested listeners. Go... Please, just go hit up David over there. I have his uh, email if you need it, and let them give you a price, as well as Moto Shippers. If you don't want to go to Oregon, if you're not close to there, let them ship it. Moto Shippers ships all over the U.S., and they do a great job, Get you a bike in time, and you don't have to do shit. So it's nice. Works Connection, Kiefer 20 is a save over there at Works Connection. Lit Pro, the mini S is out. Uh, I've got a code Kiefer10 for the Lit Pro. Blood lubricants, great people over there. If you want to get some oils, anything uh, oil-related Four-year engine, two-cycle, and four-stroke. Blood Lubricants has it. 6D helmets, International Vet Motocross Association, which is oldtimersmx.com. New races coming out to 2024. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on between Oregon, Idaho, uh, Washington, California. Lots of races for over the age of 30. Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper. Uh, quick thing about Pro Taper, I know you guys are having problems trying to get Evos. I understand it. They will be back. They're trying to get stuff back in stock. It's been a trying time since Tucker Rocky uh, fizzled out. Turn 14 bought all of Tucker Rocky slash Pro Taper assets without all the billing, so some of that stuff has to get ironed out. Hopefully, we'll see more Pro Taper Evo in stock in January. But right now, it's tough pickings. But um, you guys, I've had had some luck with people saying they found some Pro Taper products at Cycle Gear. So if you guys are looking for Evos, which, uh, I mean, I have in the past, too, have been looking, too. And uh, Cycle Gear might have it if Rocky Mountain doesn't. Uh, screenprintingdone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley. Um, even though I do buy some lenses over at Rocky Mountain, they do help me out a lot here on the show. Polysport Plastics, if you're looking to get your bike new-looking, Polysport, um, really good stuff. Uh, plastic Plastics. All kinds of stuff for you guys out there. Different colors. You guys want to do different colorways for your bike. Polysport Plastics. ETS Racing Fuel. I have a code if you want to save some money on some racing fuel. And, of course, coming in next year, uh, we have Renthal and Maxima. So if you want to get some aerosols, of course, you know SC1. Mike, is there anything better than SC1 out there to shine your bike up?
0: We use it at the shop, too. It my work, too. Do you? Yeah. On for what? Wheel wells of cars when, before photos. Oh, really? Yeah. Get them all. It smells so good. So, yeah.
1: They should make something like for like the loves you know like the love store mm-hmm. like SC one spray for your unit. For your That'd be unit. awesome. That's probably not what they want to hear. Hey, welcome aboard. We're talking about SC one and <laughs> the light you shouldn't. Uh, Kiefer Inc twenty four is to save some money over there at Maxima if you want to get some aerosols. They do all kinds of great stuff. Contact cleaner, SC one suspension clean, chain lube, chain lube, chain guard. chain guard. People say, what do you want? Chain guard or chain wax? Chain guard is my move. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you to all of our two thousand and twenty three. And incoming 2024 sponsors that will be here in January. Michael Allen, how are you? I'm well, Janky yeah. Mike, if people don't know who Michael Janky Allen is. Mike.
0: Is this the last pod of the year? Or you I was just that? about
1: to say that. I is think it? this is. I All think right. we're going to wrap it up. I feel honored. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up with me. <laughs> wrap it up, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, yeah, so I was trying to, just for you guys out there, I've been traveling a lot. I went to Spain, had some testing. I went to Arizona, then I had to go back to Florida. So I've been gone for about almost a month.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen you for a month.
1: Um, so it's been a really busy time. So I'm going to try to unplug from this dirt bike industry slash testing from December 18th on. So if you guys do email me for the holidays, mm, give me some time, or you might see an out of office, uh, auto reply that says, Hey everybody, happy holidays. I'm out. I'm same. off
0: from 14th so, through the second. So, are yeah, you? Yeah.
1: So your last week is this week? Yeah, this week. Ah, it's so good. I love this time of year. One, it's Christmas. I always love Christmas. Yeah, same here. Um, just brings me back to my childhood. Always family having being around um, yep. my mom and my grandma's cooking, yep. like, cookies like Who Done It, yep. like fudge cookies, breakfast. I mean, normal circumstances at the Kiefer household growing up, you fend for yourself. Yeah, but for Christmas, there's food everywhere. Yeah, we didn't do breakfast
0: at my parents' house. Oh, like, yeah, we did. I'm just a turkey guy. Like I'm not a ham guy. Really? But yeah, I'm more a turkey guy.
1: Like you ever deep fried a turkey? Yeah, it's good. Is it? Yeah, it's good. I really want to try that. I've never done it. I've had it, though. Ah, it sounds good. Yeah. I like ham. Honey ham's tasty. I'll do it. Yeah. Turkey's tasty. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mother in law, she cooks up this chicken. She cooks up like a big chicken with this gravy that she cooks homemade. Barb does? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. It's really good. So, so, yeah, so we might unplug for the holidays and uh, just wrap it up and bring it back um, after January 1st. So, but we wanted to leave you with some off road. Yeah, of course you're here for off road. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I don't even want to consider it off road. 2024 Gas Gas EX450F. It's it hybrid? says on Gas Gas's website cross country. Yeah, what, what does that uh, mean? What does that mean? It's a new. So here's what's going on. With these these manufacturers they're coming out with a hybrid motorcycle. So basically the same platform as a motocross machine, but they're adding an 18 inch rear wheel. Um, in. They're adding. A kickstand. They're putting a little bit softer suspension settings in these, but there's not. They're not far off from the moto version. Right.
0: It's not like uh, back in the day when I think of off road stuff, I think of like you had the XRs or the WRs. Yes. And then full off road. Full off road stuff. This is definitely like a hybrid category, which isn't bad for people like myself. Is it? I think it's a great category. Okay. Is it like if I went full WR? I don't know if I'd like it as much, like to race, we'll get into it, race a GP.
1: Would that be as good a WR? I don't know. I hear the WR is good, dude. According I somebody, to Travis uh, Preston. I was say, uh, somebody's on board. Travis says he would rather ride the WR most of the time than the YZ. Ah, dang. Because of the power of healing. Because obviously it's not as snappy, right? And I think you can ride it to its potential. Mm-hmm. So you have this long linear power. And then I think that's what's liking, uh, in, in his mind, that's why he likes this bike, just because it's easier to ride. The show isn't about a WR, no, it's not, but, but nonetheless, yeah. I think this hybrid motorcycle. Um, some of them have different mapping as well. I don't think this EX has different mapping. It's very it very difficult. If you go on Gas Gas's website, this is a bone I want to pick with mm-hmm. KTM and just the whole group. Their website doesn't give you a lot of information. There is a lot there on the homepage. Like they'll tell you, "Hey, for the fearless," <laughs> like. Who the fuck is buying this EX450? Fearless people. You know, I'm ballsy motherfucker. Peep, peep. I want to buy something that's going to be so good. I'm, that, I'm, I'm fearless. I don't have any oh fear. Oh, my God, the EX450. That's like, the one. What does that even mean for the fearless? You give zero fucks, and then you're going to go buy an EX450? I don't understand it. I don't
0: know either. Uh, I know the gas-gas line, from what I understand, is definitely that group's trail uh, it's the, brand, the house brand of trail brand.
1: Okay. What uh, do you from, mean? What are you talking about? Like uh, gas gases. What do you mean? House brand. Trailer.
0: I mean, like, of that uh, group, that's the trail brand. Like The, you have Pier, Husky the KTM. Pierre
1: Mobility Group?
0: Yeah, that's the trail brand. I mean, it's red, Honda, red. I don't know. That's my theory on it.
1: So here's what I, I was told, mm-hmm. and most of you guys may know this, right? So the KTM is the ready-to-race brand, mm-hmm. right? Husqvarna is the boutique, boutique brand. Yeah. The gas gas is the fun, budget. less expensive budget brand. Right. Okay, so, And for
0: everybody who thinks they are all exactly the same, we'll get into it. They're not all exactly the same.
1: No. no. Well, Aiden and I were having this conversation yesterday about, I don't know what we were talking about, food or something. And I go, he's all, it's the same thing. I go, yeah, but it doesn't taste the same. right? And, I, and the only thing I can remember, like, okay, it's like riding a, a Gas Gas or a KTM. They don't, they're the same bike, right. but not. But not, yeah. The little, the little
0: differences make a big feeling change.
1: So on gas' Gas's website, they have, like, oh, bodywork information, and then go handlebars, airbox, fuel. T- but it's like fluff. Like the fuel tank, it says 9.0 liters. Do we even know what that is? I don't know. That. I can't we can ask Siri, and she'll tell yeah. us. Um, but there's just not a lot of meat in the information. It's just a lot of fluffy stuff, like subframe. It's aluminum subframe. There is forged triple clamps on the GasGas. Gas. It said forged aluminum triple clamps offer just the right amount of calculated flex, thanks to a more forgiving steering stem. Hmm. This is interesting to me. When I read this, it's interesting to me. So I researched this a little bit. It is the same steering stem as a KTM and a Husqvarna. So I don't know what they had in it before. I do know that the triple clamps are different from where they came from the previous year. So they say these are forged aluminum triple clamps. From what I heard, the last ones were cast. Interesting. So that's why they looked really cheap. Right, Like, if you look on 2022 gas-gas models, it looked cheap, like really cheap, small triple clamps, like a lot of flex, right? Which, in turn, helped this bike a little bit. Right. Now you're on forged aluminum. They look split, but they're not. They're just cut out in the middle to have that illusion that they're split. But they're not. They're still a solid piece.
0: And what does KTM Husky have? They have, like, a billet machine? They have a billet, yeah, aluminum.
1: So, I don't know. You're the guy to ask this. What's the difference between forged and billet? Well... Uh, forged is like, a,
0: let's say you have a bunch of stamped, really, is really stamped? hot metal, yeah. and they they forge it like hard into a shape. Okay, cast is like you have the no. What's uh, billet? Billet, from what I know, is just like a. It's more like a forge than a cast. I don't know the most about billet, okay, but I know cast is that you literally you pour it into a mold. There's your cast.
1: Okay, it's not like forced into shape. Hmm. Uh, so basically, yeah, uh, same engine as KTM. I take that back. Sorry, I'm gonna go back. Oh yeah, sure. Billet
0: is you start with a big
1: chunk. Yeah. And you stamp it out. You you machine it oh, into machine your it. shape. Okay.
0: Forge is you stamp it into that shape. Cast is you pour it into that shape.
1: You know how many people were freaking out on the, to their radios and when you were doing that? What? That's fucking wrong. They probably are. I'm probably wrong. Whatever. They're flipping out. No, yeah. before you correct yourself. Oh, before yeah, they're yeah. like you idiot, dude. This guy, what? <laughs> what? Let me call in. Oh, you can't call in. Ha ha, <laughs> ha, ha. uh anyway. So the EX450 is that middle ground, at least what they're marketing towards. Moto slash I want to go. You really can't go trail riding. I mean, you can. We call it off-road, right? Like if you're a 50-50 type of rider. Moto guy, if you want to go off-road. But listen, if you're buying this, at least in the California standards, if you're buying this at the dealership, you can't go off-road it. No spark, no spark raster. Raster. Yep. Uh, from what I've heard, this is what I'm hearing. So you off-road California guys rejoice here. I just heard this the other day. Uh, found a guy who was in charge of the whole green sticker program. Mm-hmm. It's coming back,
0: really. Cause I'm bringing it, away. it
1: back. That'd be awesome. So, the government, at least California, the, they don't even know what the fuck is going on. You know how we have problems registering bikes here. Like you go to DMV, they're like, "What?" Uh, you know, it's yeah, just my brother uh, had his girlfriend
0: take her like CRF 450, whatever, to get it registered, and they asked her, "You
1: want the license plate or not?" And, and then she's they go, like, yeah. And then went, they ask if you want ins- you got to have insurance on your bike. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's a, well, look at our state period. But anyway, we don't. So California does not know what the hell's going on. No. So this guy, from what I heard, is bringing back the green sticker program be because nice. that's just leaving money on the table, mm-hmm. at least for the California. Oh, totally. Th- so why not bring it back? That'd be amazing. And it's a lot easier for us off road guys. Right. So I heard that is coming back by 2026. That'd be amazing. So you just heard it. Here first, you guys don't think I'm off road. Look at me, I'm dropping fucking off road knowledge. You are off.
0: You are off road. I I uh I doubted it at one point, and then we had a hill climb competition, and mm-hmm.
1: uh, I'm reigning hill climb champion. you are reigning hill climb champion. Let me explain what this hill climb was, people. <laughs> okay, because I'm excited about this. Yeah, you you work me. It's a staircase. It was pretty short staircase hill. If you imagine a, a two lane road cutting through a mountain, you ever look at the sides of the mountain. And they have steps up the side where they grade it. This is what me and Michael were climbing. And we betted each other. I bet you I will make it up before you will. Yep. And I did. You did. You made me. Yes. You, yep. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was going to happen. There's no way. And I don't think you made it up that I day. don't think I did, no. Uh-uh. Yeah.
0: Yep, that happened.
1: I'll, Listen, I'll admit it. when I got to tap into the off-road, you know, <laughs> you system in my body, it, it'll kick in. It's there. I, I know grew it's up racing down. off-road. It's Hounds. down there, yeah. I know you raced Heron Hounds, too, but I mm-hmm. deep. Heron Hound Deep. Roots. All right. Right here. Also XRs only. I worked at XRs only. Yep. I was a shipper. I worked at Stroker. Is I mean, the same
0: company? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know, dude. Are I don't you know. serious? I don't know.
1: What? I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can hear it. Hold on. Yep. That's the sound of people yelling at you over yep. there. Uh, that's fine. Stroker was know. Larry Rossler's business. Okay, got it. Al Baker was XR's only. Do you know what But didn't they both didn't Larry work at Al, Al Baker's? I'm scared. Al- Larry Rossler? Yeah. No. Okay, I'm out. Wow. I'm out, dude. Are you serious? I was right too now? young. Oh my god. You how old are you? 36. Dude, you're not you're old enough to know this. What yeah. did Al Baker do? Uh, this is great. That's, I love doing this. Sorry was, about this whole show. This is gonna be uh, He was Honda guy, Baja guy. Okay, but what did he bring? Like what, big boars, and big fin heads? No, (laughs) no, you're right. Yeah, that was some of the stuff they offered. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Preston Petty? No. Uh, Preston Petty plastic? Nope. Okay, (laughs) we're gonna move this show right along here. Uh, Oh boy. Uh, So anyway, gas gas is. Do we know? Did you bring the MSRP on this? Okay, this is going to be a great show. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> MSRP is about $500 cheaper than your, your KTM. That's it. Yeah.
0: But there's a lot of people buying them, I feel like. They, uh, well, it's the color.
1: You think it's the color? I, it's got to be, right? Like, look, it, it doesn't come with a map switch. Look, you know what? This is your bike. You tell us what the hell it comes with. Go ahead, Mike. Not a map switch. Okay. It doesn't come with that. doesn't come with a map switch. It comes switch. with a different master uh, for the clutch and the brakes. So brake tech, hydraulic clutch, and front brake, and rear brake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, It does come with, Uh, no, I'm sorry, it does not come with a map switch. Nope. Silver wheels. Uh, Silver wheels. Which I don't like. Really?
0: Uh, I'm not a fan. Okay. I don't know why, but I'm just not. Really?
1: Yeah. Um, 18-inch rear wheel, a 9-liter gas tank. Well, let's ask Siri while we're here. Hold <laughs> on. Hey, Siri. Nope. Oh, she's. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Siri. Uh, Oh, hey, Siri. Uh How much is nine liters in gallons? That would be Mm 2.38 gallons. That's pretty good. 2.38 gallons. That's pretty good. Uh, You did race this machine, so this Uh is why we're here. Mm
0: -hmm. 45 minutes.
1: Does not come with handguards. I know you're upset about this. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Um, overall, but the good thing about this, and this is rejoicing for me over here, it does come with spring forks. So, KTM yes. Husqvarna off road motorcycles do come with a closed cartridge spring fork.
0: They're air on the moto stuff still,
1: yes. Um, from what I heard, I don't know if that's going to change or not. So, uh, MSRP is 11.149 on this thing, by the way. I like the fork. Um, yes, so. The off-road models, they think, hey, these guys are riding more than one hour, of course, right? You're riding off-road. Why stick an air fork on these guys' bikes when they buy them? Because it's a nightmare. Obviously, air pressure rises. Off-road guys normally aren't techie guys like moto guys. Yeah, I get it. They just want to hop on and ride it. So, hence the reason why they went to Spring Forks.
0: Which is good. That's fine with me.
1: Hopefully, that will find its way back over to... Uh, the moto side, because when I was a KTM R&D test rider in the early 2000s, they were like, I always pitched for linkage on these PDS bikes. They were like, no, we'll and never we we'll that. They pitched your idea out the window? Yeah, we're never going to do that. And then yeah, I leave, are. go to Yamaha, and then here we are. Now we've got linkages. So never say never. Um, it might happen. You never know.
0: But it's still the best air fork of the ones that we've had, the, KT, the WP one. Yeah, it's because they're the, the only
1: ones that actually continued to work with it. Right. Everyone else bailed out on it. Yeah, because it sucked. Props to Yamaha for never even going there. Yes, absolutely. Um, kickstand. hmm You like that? I do. I'm into the kickstand. Okay. So, otherwise, it's you know it has different types of bars in the KTM and the Husqvarna. I don't even know. I, I would think Nekin makes the bar, but it just looks a little bit different. And um, I'll get to the gearing. If you guys are wanting the gearing, we'll... we'll decide on that here on the end here but we're going to talk about that for you but overall Michael raced it here in an SRA event it is a closed course Grand Prix association that we have here in Southern California uh, once a month they do this race and I was in Europe Aiden came out yeah Aiden raced with you yep. you decided you wanted to try this thing on something like that so mm-hmm. give us the rundown uh, yeah
0: it was a Grand Prix
1: long like well for me
0: whatever 45 minutes long for me Uh I think that's exactly what this bike is for. Yeah. Like, uh, it wasn't like super chopped up, whatever. It was like a fun course. I had the morning race, so it was pretty smooth. Um, like, first race, second race? What is literally it? the first race. Okay. We had practice and then first race. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it like, I couldn't ask for anything better. I, and I'm not like, but you're not a
1: 450 guy. Not
0: you? a 450 guy. So, from what I understand, this is the more gentle version of the three brands in terms of power uh, what I've been told. Would you agree with that?
1: <sighs> I don't know if I would agree. I mean, Husqvarna seems to be really smooth. Mm-hmm. I always felt like it's sometimes KTM had the most snap out of all of them. This gas gas to me was like the middle between the three. Okay. So, uh, it was very rideable
0: on a course like that to me. Like if I if I raced moto with it, mm-hmm. I think be too much for me for my ability to ride moto. It's I don't know. I'm not a moto guy per se, and a 450s a lot. Well, you
1: rode the moto track with it while you were racing, right? So how was it there in those areas?
0: It it was good, but it also wasn't the full moto track. It was like a abbreviated version of it. So if it was super jumpy, I think it would have been kind of soft. But being that it was Grand Prix, kind of like longer flat landing jumps, but like not super high fast high speed stuff.
1: Well, let's break down each part here before we go too far in the yep. overview. So yep. let's break down the engine. So you're a 250 guy. You ride 250s most of the time. Yep. You're hopping on this 450. I get a lot of emails saying, Chris, I don't know what to buy. Mm-hmm. I'm a hybrid type of rider. Mm-hmm. I weigh 210 pounds. Um, I'm a vet B or C guy. Is 250 enough for me? Here's my theory, and you can. Yeah. we'll move on to this. My theory is if you're over 200 pounds and you're riding a hybrid type of, of um what I like to say, what I say, job. Your job is to ride moto and off-road. That's what you like to do. Right. Um, for me, I would like to see you guys on a bigger machine. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just because it's easier for you guys to ride, you guys will have more fun, especially if you're doing a 50-50 type of, of deal. And it's just a lot easier to have fun and more reliability for you. You're not going to be wringing its neck yeah. all the time. I think that's a big one, too. Now, on the moto side of things, I would lean you toward a 250 because it's a little bit more technical. Mm-hmm. If that's all you're doing, a little bit more technical, more jumpy. You already kind of know what you're going to jump before you get there. So I would yeah. lean you toward a 250, 350 side. But if you want to ride more off-road, we're going to go up in the hills and ride. I'm sticking a spark arrest on this thing. This engine should be smooth enough for those type of guys.
0: Totally. And it, it was just right for me. I don't know that I would want a 250 for this type of racing. Yeah. Because I think you may have high-speed sections that were really fast, and I think the 450 was perfect. Yeah. 250 would have been not enough what for, about? for my ability,
1: but... So, was, oh, know. in any case, did you find, like, second gear was too touchy, or it was it just smooth all the way through? Uh,
0: I do feel like in any of the gears, the power from, like, on-off throttle, like, at slow speed... Yeah. Uh It was uh, notchy feeling. Not notchy feeling was the word. Just it? on-off? On-off. Yeah. Um was, was very on-off feeling. Not super smooth from... um on off throttle, on throttle. Okay. Um, and I think probably some of that has to do with the the way the clutch is. We'll get into that too. Yep. Um, but overall, I I think the power was super rideable, and for me, it felt like a rocket ship. But then again, I'm coming off two fifties. Yeah. So it was it was rideable, pretty linear, um, and not like too much power. It wasn't ever like oh my god, I'm going to loop out. But it was
1: the right amount of power. So you're, you're at a 13-to-1 piston is what they have in it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's pretty mellow considering mm-hmm. what you. 13.5 is more mm-hmm. standard, like 13.4-to-1 is usually mm-hmm. what we're dealing with. Um, so for me, that is nice to have like a smooth power. With almost any bike that you get, if you're on a low RPM situation and you're jabbing the throttle, you're you're probably going to have a little bit of what I call it snatchy too. I call it snatchy. And I feel
0: like it's a bit of a fuel injection thing. I feel like this kind of came on when fuel injection became a thing. Yep. And I don't think they've made
1: it. So when, when fuel injection first came out, mm-hmm. it was so smooth. It was too smooth. Really? Yeah. So we're like, carburetor guys, we're like, oh, dude, it's, it's too mellow. Mm-hmm. But then they've worked on it over mm-hmm. the years, right? And then, then we're getting some of that carbureted snap back mm-hmm. and then a little bit more direct fuel intake. So now we're getting more of a jumpy situation mm-hmm. when these guys are doing ECU tuning and look at, Coming from a person that just spent a lot of time doing ECU stuff, it is a very tedious job as an R&D rider to make the the ECU rideable, but yet exciting enough for the consumer. That's my job when I come in here. It's like, okay, I got to make this exciting, so when a guy gets on it, the perception is, oh wow, this is nice. But right. yet, if that same guy is rolling the corner, it's not going to upset the chassis. Right. So normally, um, lately, KTM has been doing it pretty good. I've had some bad ECU tunes on KTM previous two years ago, um, but I didn't ride this. Any diesel pop, anything like that? No, no diesel Nothing. pop or anything. Mm-mm. So that's that's pretty impressive for me. But what
0: I did find is because of the clutch engagement. Um, so the clutch engagement thing is so the window of clutch engagement starts very early. Yeah, um, like right off the bar. Yep. So if you're going into a corner like you normally would. Where you would normally hold your clutch on any other bike, the clutch is dragging on this, or starting to starting to engage. Mm-hmm. So if you're a gear high, it was much more prone to cough and die. Okay. Because I'm not thinking the clutch is going to start grabbing yet, but it is because I'm not
1: close enough into the bar with the lever. So me on a KTM, and for you KTM guys listening to this, I find that on the Brembo. Um, and this goes for any of your buddies who'd watch this happen. So let's say you're at the track, right? And your buddy's getting geared up and he goes and warms up the bike, puts it in gear, puts it in first to take off and then goes and it, and he stalls it. I see a lot of KTM guys stall their bikes on the way out to go ride because the engagement is so early near the grip on the mm-hmm. bar. That's when it so when you go to like put it in first gear on the Brembo and you go to ease the clutch out, it's already popped and died. It mm-hmm. happened to me. So time. then you're like, "Oh shit." So when I'm riding all these different bikes again the KTM, sometimes I kill the bike before I even get out there because mm-hmm. the engagement is so weird. So I find myself on a KTM when I'm rolling the track and I'm using the clutch, I got to pull the fucking clutch in pretty far to mm-hmm. make it slip. Right. So it's the opposite on the K- on the gas gas you're so, saying. um, Yes. So you're saying that the very end of the lever pressure is so when you're, let's say you're riding and you're going to go slip the clutch, it hits early.
0: Uh, no, I'm talking about the other direction. Let's say you have the clutch all the way into the bar. Yeah. You barely let it off, okay, and it's starting to engage. Right. So that way, when you're riding, you got to go all the way. You got to go all the way in. Uh, so okay. what I did to kind of remedy that is, you know, how the the lever has the adjuster. Yeah, I adjusted the lever all the way out. So that way, when I did pull in some, right. it was actually it thought I was doing more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that kind of similar
1: to the KTM then. Yeah.
0: So okay. that that helped, uh, but I did still stall it four times during the race, and then it doesn't like firing. Unless the clutch is pulled all the way into the bar, it's not firing in gear. Right. So that was kind of annoying. And that's even after it was warmed up
1: and everything. So I had to find neutral and then fire. So it you start, go. Was it a dead engine start? No, it was live engine. Okay. So, but you dead engine start, guys, you might that need might to be put hard. it in neutral. Yeah, that might be hard. Uh, another tip for you, and this is an off-road tip, you probably know this. If you're doing starts in dead engine starts um, and you wanted to put it in gear, kill your engine put it in gear, and then rock your bike back and forth <laughs> to free it up. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's funny you say that because the first person I ever saw do that was Kurt. Really? Starting next to him at Catalina or somewhere. I saw him doing that, and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, it frees up the clutch plates. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So your dead engine start guys, a lot of you Yamaha guys hit me up, hey, my bike sucks, at, you mm-hmm. know, it's starting 250Fs. Yes, they do suck, but also you can help yourself by pulling the clutch in, put it in first in gear, and then rocking your bike back and forth to free up the the plates. Yes. And that way mm-hmm. the drag on the engine is not so heavy when you start it. Mm-hmm. So that is something that maybe yep, you know you gas gas guys might need to try.
0: So what I did um the the clutch adjustment kind of helped, but what I did is I'd find myself in a corner a gear high and being a four stroke, you know, it's more likely to cough and die if you're a gear high. Mm-hmm. And that happened
1: for four times during the race. I'm gonna put you on a spot here and I don't know this question no on way. hand. What are we on a five is five speed? Yes, 5-speed. Okay. I do know that. So did you ever get in a 5th? Yes. And you didn't wide need open. any more?
0: No, I didn't need any
1: more. You are good. Yeah, I was, I, that's good. So I, th- I If I had to guess, it?
0: I would say, I don't know, probably 85, like 80, 85. It's pretty fast. So
1: you, you didn't, in 5th gear, wide open, was it ringed out, or it was still I going? never
0: fully rung it out to the rev limiter, hmm. um, and the track was pretty fast. Really? So, like, I don't think you don't need any more top speed, no. Especially if you're a moto guy, definitely not. Yeah.
1: So, overall, engine pretty smooth, easy to ride mm-hmm. for you. Fun. Yeah. That's nice that you actually like it because I was scared that you'd get on the thing like that's way too much. Because you're known to get on my motorbikes like, eh, fuck yeah, fuck this thing. Yeah, not. Pretty much.
0: But, no, I th- I thought it was really good and linear and, like, fun to ride. And then we'll also get into it. I rode trail riding the next weekend, the yeah, following weekend. Yeah, talk
1: about that. Talk about the engine on going hill climbing and all that. It was good. Like, uh, not, so not too much power. It are we allowed to say where we're going? Uh, we went to a place. Um, Can we just say it? Yeah. We, we, we went to, to Bean Canyon. We're not under the microscope no, of, no, of you-know-who. No. Yeah, Bean but, Canyon is a place where it's illegal to ride. Bob Hanna grew up riding there. Bob Hanna grew up there. So it's just, if you can imagine, if you're in Southern California, it's in Palmdale area. The The gnarliest, longest sand hills I've ever seen in my life. I did a lot of time there at Dirt Rider with Carl Kramer. We would go shoot a lot of off-road bikes. That was his favorite place to go. Yep. And then he would take me on the, he's like, you got to climb Hunter. There's names <laughs> for all these funny, fucking yep. hills that he has, yep. right? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, yeah, I mean, whatever, it's a hill. And then I get to these hills, and I'm, I never thought I'd have so much fun climbing hills. Yeah, it is deceiving, too. And it, it gives you nerves. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, the nerves that you get when you're on the star line to go race, you're like, fuck, dude, it is big. Because then you also got nerves because you got to come down. Right. <laughs> like, And then what happens on. on these hills, these hills at Bean Canyon, it's sandy, so the sand underneath your tires roll down the hill, and then it, you feel you're breaking you're locked up but you're still going yeah, you're 30 not stopping. mile an hour down the hill yeah you're not stopping right yeah
0: I, I ran into Kyle Redman and grafunder and those guys those guys are unreal at hill climbing yeah uh but yeah overall like cl- hill climbing was super fun like I could roll into almost anything in third mm-hmm. and then like halfway up click second and hold it wide open and it would more or less go up anything I did have it boil over um I hit the bottom in third downshifted to second and it was a really long hill but like let's hmm. say how long just can we put a time limit how long uh, probably, two minutes two minutes yeah. yeah so two minutes wide open the long on a bike yeah and I'm slipping clutch a little bit too right. so to like it the front it end build, down yeah it builds yeah. heat Yeah. but uh, yeah it started steaming over and coming up kind of in my face it shoots in the bottom but then it came up the bike oh no shit and uh, not terrible like it hurt me or nothing but I was surprised that it was boiling over because that's not super normal right but there's a lot of uh, wear and tear on the bike I so
1: guess. at the end of the day did you check water yeah uh, it was a little low not that low are so they using that shitty gas cap? Yes. The, the stupid th- black one? Yes. That, yeah, I don't like that thing. I'm They're not. using that one? Uh-huh. Oh, those things are horrible. You guys can go back to the old gas cap. Oh, I'm sorry, gas cap. the Radiator cap. Why are they doing this? I don't know. Maybe it's... It's got kind of to be th- expensive or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's got to be like cheaper, right? hmm It's just... It's a bitch to get off. hmm
0: It's a bitch. Well, the only the other thing I can think of is... There have been cases. So, Anthony um, DiPsilio, Kurtzel mechanic. Yeah, he used to safety wire Kurt's uh, radiator cap on because at a race they had a rock come up and hit it knock and it. just hit it and knock it off. And I wonder if maybe that's the reasoning. By it. I, I think mean, it's not cost. because of Kurt, but it has, yeah, probably, probably.
1: Cost. I bet you it's cheaper to make that plastic piece. I'm than sure that it a is. Yeah. Piece. yeah. Yeah, so not a great, not The radiator great. cap is a piece of trash. Yeah. You guys can go back to the old school radiator I don't cap. know if
0: you can swap them onto that though. Yes. You can. Yes.
1: Okay. Yes, you can. I don't know why they did it, but they I did. I don't know why. So I, I've seen guys go back to the old one. So yeah. you can't do that. But fun um,
0: trail bike, fun to ride. Uh, we rode
1: technical stuff, we rode fast stuff. It was a really well versed bike. Like, uh, We're going to move on to the chassis and suspension. But before we do, we're going to listen to these commercials about six minutes out of your life. Just hang tight. We'll listen. be back. Do it. Listen. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, right? No. Uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. Screenprintingdone.com.
0: My dream is the world's most powerful t shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money?
1: Trying to get some t shirts made?
0: Yeah, go to screenprintingdone.com. This is a t shirt. You can get anything you want on that t shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase. Like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts.
1: That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050 to me 1040 is a great weight check it out barracuda blood series um it's been through baja 1000 the 500 mint 400 vegas torino all of our test bikes here 100 percent synthetic oil it's great stuff uh you put it in and i run about two and a half engine hours i take it out and man it still comes out pretty damn clean so You can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, Uh, Brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there. That actually flexes. So go check them out. Protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So Protaper.com. They have race cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains. All different kinds of things. Go check them out. Protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F. No changes for 2023, but still the great, same, shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington, Just go visit them, PowerMotorsports.com, or hit me up, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power, and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun! Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid.
0: Why you punish me?
1: Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com You can email me Chris at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with Litpro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your you know than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the Western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes. Just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris at testing.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. And we're back. Thanks for listening to those commercials. That wasn't so bad. And all right. So, Gas Gas EX450F. Uh, suspension. Let's talk about that. Go ahead. Spring fork. Did you uh, even set the sag? Uh, yeah, I did. 105. You did? I swear to God. Wow. I thought you'd be full off-road guy uh-uh. and just nope. not set the sag. I set it. Um, 105, okay. 105. Left the fork hide alone. Mm-hmm. And did you bleed the fork ever? No. Air? No. Yeah. Can't lie to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh. Did you play with the clickers at all? No, I liked it. Exactly where it oh was. I swear God. to you. This did is Okay, here's the deal.
0: Is, yeah, tell me.
1: Like that's I understand that that's, that's fine. That's what yeah. normal people do. Okay. And you're going to tell me how it works how it is. But it's you can play with it. No, I know. Yeah, it's You're right. I can't lie to you. But you're right. You're the typical off-road guy. No one's going to do that. You people listening to this show, you guys are full of shit. You're never going to do what I say you should do. You're going to be like Mike and just go ride it. I don't think you guys out there are going to set the sag. Well, if it's bad, I'll mess with it. So,
0: like, let's put it this way. The last gas gas I rode, I think I told you this, was like 20, 50, right before I left Dirt Rider it was like it was when it was gas gas mm-hmm. not not KTM Husky. trash trash dude it was the worst bike i've ever ridden in my life that, yeah. for like test bike yeah. and i told schmich meters in there yeah i was like i'm going to do a review on this but it's not going to be good at all yeah. like and he's like well, well not just just that. not let's just not do the review <laughs> it's like, shocking that he said that it's like okay well cuz it was such a bad motorcycle the suspension was awful yeah so like what i don't it know the sacks thing? on it or something It sacks and a marzocchi fork or something oh. But uh, this thing was good, dude. Like, it was springy feeling, not cheap spring. Yeah, like, I know what you mean so by that. So, springy as in soft? Um, yeah, and kind of fast rebound. So, okay. like, you, if you have, like, we were riding on the ridges at Glen Helen with kind of, as you go over, like, a little rise on the ridge, there's a little, like, pop. Yeah. Yep. So you can jump them. And because it's spring, you could, like, jump from one to the other one and then jump into the next one. It wasn't cheap feeling, it was just. Kind of fast rebound and a little soft on compression, but not too soft. It was
1: enjoyable. Let's explain cheap feeling. So I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. when you say that. And people out there listening may not know what that means. So I talk about quality dampening feeling a lot in these shows or in sometimes in the articles that I write. So quality dampening feeling, damping, people damping. people yell at me when I say dampening. Yeah, it's
0: fine. Get a wet re- yeah. rag, re- it's damping.
1: Damping, yeah. Uh, so sometimes when you have a cheap feeling suspension setup, It'll feel empty. You can go on my website. All these testing terms are up there. You can understand them better. But empty is just like there's no quality dampening feeling. that just kind of goes through the stroke, and then it's done.
0: It feels like there's only a spring in there. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so with this, it had some damping feeling. Right. There is some quality you know, hold up there. It just mm-hmm. feels faster. It just feels faster, yeah. Like and In the off-road sense, that is better. Right. Maybe not in the moto sense of things. Yeah.
0: Off-road, I like that feeling. How Did- much do you weigh? Two – oh, no, two. Oh, my God. I almost said two. uh one eighty five I think. Okay. I'm yeah.
1: Not, yeah, I'm not – like So a guy at 200 pounds is going to be soft. Yeah, it'll be soft for that guy.
0: But, like, I think that fast rebound feeling is good in chatter and little rocks and stuff like that because it gives the bike a lighter feeling yes than if it was held down by, by more
1: rebound. And the shocks felt that same mm-hmm.
0: – It was the same. It was balanced front to back.
1: So there is a thing, like, especially when you guys are riding, like, faster choppy things – uh, tracks or, or courses, you want to speed up the rebound because with some of that um, fast feeling on a motorcycle, you get to follow the ground more, mm-hmm. right? So the rear wheel will get back to the ground quicker, it'll follow the ground, and Drive then you forward. have traction. Yeah. So there is a fine line of getting traction, getting that wheel back to the ground versus I need some hold up because when you back out that, that rebound, getting it faster, mm-hmm. it will follow the ground better, but also you're going to lose some of the dampening quality. It's right. going to move through the stroke a little bit more. So um, I'm thinking about these roads and these faster, choppy things that you guys, you and Aiden were racing on the SRA. That's probably way better to have it faster.
0: Yeah, I like that. The only thing I I never, surprisingly, being that it was soft, you figure you would get a lot of pinching, pitching sensation, you know, on-off-throttle. Yeah. And I never really got that, or maybe I did, but didn't notice because usually when you get pitching, you get like a nervous feeling, a twitch a coming twitch coming. or whatever, yeah. and I never got that twitch or nervous feeling on that bike. I mean, it may have pitched, but I didn't notice because I never got a nervous feeling.
1: And so with that, on that fork height, you're up 5 mil. So on the stock height, on the fork, on the gas gas, EX450, you're up 5 mil. You could have dropped your fork right. for that, especially for the high speeds that you mm-hmm. guys were about to race with. Right. So there is some play there for you guys out there if you're riding off-road. You can drop that fork flush, and then when you go ride your moto, just simply raise that fork back up to 5 mil, and then you should have more front-end steering you know, progress with right. that fork up. Right. So just remember that, guys. When you have a hybrid motorcycle, sure, you know, their marketing is you can ride a moto and off-road, but there are some adjustments you can make at home to make your bike that much better in each discipline. Dropping the fork for off-road, it'll help you be more stable. You might get a little bit more bump compliance. Uh, for you moto guys, you might want to um, – Raise that fork up a little bit, and then turn the compression in and the rebound in a little bit to slow it down. So, and this the, is free, and the, it, yeah. it's all there, and it's right. it's toolless. Right, that's what's even better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be riding these Austrian bikes, and I'm like, I gotta make an adjustment. I'm in halfway back to the pit. I'm like, oh fuck, I could have did it right on the side of the track because I forget. Because you can make that adjustment right there. That is cool. And they make that adjustment on the shock as well. Mm-hmm. So that is nice, and and also on that bike being wide open at whatever 70, 80 Never felt nervous, even wide open. Like usually, so it's, that's 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 strange to me because it's a stiffer chassis, mm-hmm. and I would have thought you would have felt rigid. No,
0: and maybe that's because of the softer settings of the suspension.
1: But like maybe usually
0: when I go really fast on a four fifty, you always have that little nervous kind of like almost butterfly feeling of like any little twitch. This is going to go really bad. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't have that with this edge of tire feel. Those tires aren't great. I don't. The front's fine. I don't mind the front. You don't, you don't like the 3F or a 33F? A 3F. A 33F.
1: Oh, 33. 33? No. You don't. I'm out. Oh, I like it. I that. love Dunlop, but I don't like that tire. I don't like the 81 rear. So so is it I a 33-81 combo? Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. Okay. I
0: don't like the rear. I've never really liked the eighty eighty one 81 Like, side bite is not good. Yeah,
1: so that's why I was asking about lean angle traction. Mm-hmm. So you you had no problem with if, it.
0: If, no, if there is traction there, yeah it's okay. But when it gets dry and flat,
1: yeah, yeah there's no side bite.
0: Mm. I don't like it.
1: So that's what I had trouble on. And, and listen to me, guys. When I talk about KTM rigidity and the feeling that I get, look, I understand that a lot of people aren't as sensitive as me. And this is a good example of Mike right here. Look, Mike likes to race and ride off-road. It's a different Mike when he goes to an off-road race versus a motocross race. There's two different Mikes. I was gone in Europe, and my son <laughs> texted me, and, she's like, and he's like, hey, Dad, Michael's a lot different when he's at an off-road race. I'm really? like, what do you mean? I don't know, man. He's a lot happier. He's more joyful. He talks to a lot more people. And he's just a different Mike when he's on an off-road race. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So that. Mike is not as sensitive to things no, as me. No. I know. I'm not things, oblivious yeah. to this. I have these podcasts. I'm very technical. But these are just in these are this is just information I'm giving out to you what I feel. So in case you do feel something, you know where to go. I'm not saying everybody and their mother is gonna feel what I feel. Right. I understand that. But I need to relay everything that I feel to you guys so you guys know. Right. Um if it's something's really bad, I'm like, hey. Everyone's going to feel this. But I understand with this chassis, even though the factory edition KTM will be different.
0: Yeah, I've heard they're already writing ra- that new chassis.
1: Yeah, so 24.5 factory edition frame will be a little bit different. Um, but the gas-gas version will not have that. So, But they do have the updated frame from 23 now on the 24EX. So I was just thinking, mm, might be a little bit stiff for off-road. You say you oh, don't notice. I it. liked it. So... I am not oblivious to that. Fact. And I also wrote like technical stuff too. Thank
0: you. Oh my gosh. Heather wow, Heather just brought you a, t-
1: a tall boy, a Coors Light. You ready? Perfect. For, hold on, hold on. Put it next to the mic. Let's see. Oh, yeah. man. That's sobriety. This podcast about to get a lot better, people. That's sobriety. Hold on. Take that sip. Okay. Go ahead. Hold on. Michael's taking a sip. How's that first Coors Light sip taste?
0: It's the best one.
1: Is best it? That sip. Yeah, absolutely. Thank I'm you, not, Heather. I'm not a beer drinker guy, so I don't know exactly what that feels like. You take my word for it, though. It's tasty? It's tasty. Does the 24-ounce can taste any different than the 12-ounce can? A little bit. It does taste a little different. Oh, hold on. He's taking another sip. Sorry, guys. Great show. You should. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I don't want to spill that. Um, so, yeah, you, don't, you, don't, feel the, you don't feel the rigidity that I do. No. Okay. So just know that I could be full of shit, and you guys out there off-road world may not even notice it. Yeah. But I'm still going to tell you what I feel.
0: We rode some, like, borderline extreme Enduro-type stuff, too, when we
1: trail rode. And, uh, hold on. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Like, uh... What's borderline? Walk, walk your bike. Uh, you walked your bike?
0: Yeah. Not at the race. How's that fun? You're going to walk down some stuff. or you know, Down? Yeah, down some stuff. It's pretty steep. You got to yeah. kind of like put the bike sideways and walk it down a little bit. I'm out. Yeah, you're out. I'm in. Uh, and it was good for all that stuff. Like even. Did it overheat in those situations? No. Okay. No. Um, one of my favorite things to do riding is like. Not play riding like next to camp. Push but the like, mic closer to your face. But like, uh, there you go. Play riding. Uh, let's say you find like a little cliff jump or yeah, a little. Dicking off. off. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do when I ride. And because. Oops, excuse me, the burp. Of course, that. Of Because of that springy feel and everything, like it was just so much fun to ride around and pop over rocks and over logs. Just, uh, I really enjoyed the bike. I really did, except for the clutch. I'm out on that.
1: That's easy to change. No, you're
0: right. It's so, do the all three have different clutches, or does the Brembo on the Husky end? Brembo's
1: on the Husqvarna? They used to have Magura. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Okay, they used to be Magura, but they switched to Brembo. Okay, so
0: Steph White. I would imagine they did the stop tech thing for cost.
1: You know, I better. I better make sure oh, that. Oh boy, I, I might open my mouth, but People I, are I, yelling I'm fairly around. sure that they went to Brembo. Brembo. Um,
0: uh, I would imagine they did the stop tech for cost. Or whatever. I mean, and it's not terrible. It's really not.
1: Brake tech, you mean? Brake tech, yeah. Stop You're tech? Stop tech? Uh,
0: yeah, that's a, a other brake <laughs> company. They do uh, car brakes. I'm like, what
1: the fuck is break stop tech? tech.
0: Hey, yeah. Uh, and they, uh, it's not terrible. It's not like unrideable, obviously, but it well, was something that I noticed.
1: I think people understand if they're going to buy a gas gas, it's not going to be a KTM, right? Like right. I mean, come on. We We know that it's not going to be a KTM. Right. I'm trying to look up models on Husqvarna's website, but it is a slow moving website. So, they get a lot of bikes. On. You might have to take my word for it, people. That Husqvarna, I, I did the research at one point and there used to be Magura, it's not anymore. All right. So, um, okay. So, fork, you love a yep. little bit soft, a little bit fast, but otherwise wasn't so soft where you're concerned about it. Right. Shock, no complaints. No complaints. For people out there wanting a kefir, what about tracks? Um, WP shock and a stock shock. Should I go with the tracks, rear shock? I don't know why I say rear shock. Shock versus a cone valve. I'm going to buy a cone valve fork. Do I need a Trax? No, you do not. You need a bladder kit. That helps a lot on the stock shock because the stock shock does fade over time. Um, if Mike was in a situation that he's riding off road, there's a lot of whoops, that stock shock does get hot and loses that quality dampening feeling that we want from a shock. Um, the track shock is better in that direction. Um, but nonetheless, a bladder kit does help aftermarket companies do sell all of those. So it is, uh, something that you guys should look into if you're serious about getting your, your shot. Like there's
0: more people doing, going that route now with the forks and shock. Yeah. Like it's more, you see them on the market a lot more,
1: uh, stock shock. Yeah. Stock shock is, uh, it's not a bad, it's, it's not bad, honestly. Like it's pretty, pretty safe and easy to use. It's not going to cost you $3,000. So. Um, I don't see why most people don't just stick with the stock shock and a bladder kit. Stock stuff is
0: not bad. I, I think that's a common misconception from people that think like, oh, I got to instantly revalve it or instantly like throw the stock stuff away and get tracks and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't think it's.
1: Do you true. any squeaking on your brakes? Nope. No squeaking. I'm not
0: really a brake dragger though.
1: Okay. Do you get it? Oh. Uh, on the gas gas models before, I've had got some squeaking. It got hot. So, I was thinking something like Brake Tech would be that's one of the deals with Brake Tech, would be squeaky brakes. No, I didn't have that. I think about Gary Sutherland and riding that.
0: He could ride anything, and it's going to, yeah, he's got brake issues. Mm. He just sets his foot on the brake and modulates power with the brake.
1: Rider triangle? Comfortable. This is what we're going with? That's all you're going to say? I, I
0: don't know what to tell you. I mean, I've always liked KTM levers. And, I mean, is it – are these levers the same as, like, a – Same
1: shape-ish, yeah. Yeah,
0: I like that. I mean, it's not a Cowie. Cowie's are terrible.
1: No, the new Cowie 450 isn't better. No, it it better? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, not it's, not a, it's not that skinny blade. 250 is still a piece of trash. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless.
0: Uh, Right-hand is comfortable, though. Okay. I, and it has – I feel like the, the pegs are bigger, like a wider – so, they're longer. Maybe than, the, than what I've ridden in the past.
1: Probably something that you don't remember riding because those changed over the over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit longer and wider. KTM brought like, that along. I like it. Um, what about seat? Slippery? A little bit. Yeah. Gas cast seats were always slippery to me, so I would like to get a little bit more grip on the seat.
0: I did find myself, like, long hill climb, whatever, kind of sliding back a little bit. If you don't hold yourself up with your feet, forward with your feet.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with this, this machine? So Uh, hold on. mm -hmm. This is the question that I like to ask a lot of people. Would you buy this motorcycle?
0: Yeah.
1: It wouldn't be at the top. It
0: wouldn't be at the top of my list. I'm just saying someone said the
1: top of my list. Yeah, I would. Why? Two reasons why and two reasons why you won't. Um, go ahead. Putting Mike on the spot here. He has a Coors Light M. He should have because, uh, I would because it's
0: versatile and uh, fun and different, um,
1: at different disciplines,
0: at different disciplines, it's uh, enjoyable, and I like the smooth power.
1: Put that mic closer. Yeah, and I like the smooth, smooth power. power. Yeah,
0: um, would not because I don't like the clutch, and I'm not a 450 guy.
1: Okay. Uh, for me, uh, I would not buy it. is mm-hmm. that? Uh, because for me, I would. Um, I would. I don't want it because I need more off road in my life. If I was going to buy you want an, it more off road, yes. So, this is where I was about to go with this. If I'm going to buy an off road bike,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would either A, and this is, this is a really good topic, I would buy a motorbike and make it off road. It's a lot easier to make a motorbike off road than going off road back to moto. Okay. So, I would buy a Gas Gas MC 450. Okay. And make it, put an 18 inch rear tire on it. Do I need a kickstand? Nah. You do when you're stopping for beers. Okay. Well, uh, for me, so no, it doesn't make sense enough for okay. me. I'm not a 50 50 type of rider. Yeah, if I'm yeah, riding off road, yeah. I want my off road bike to be off road. Right. But I understand people don't have $20,000 to buy to two buy new bikes. bikes yeah. But that's the reasons why I personally wouldn't buy one. Mm-hmm. But I would, if I own this bike, I for sure would stiffen it up a little bit for me mm-hmm. and then uh, buy a. Spark arrester system. Yeah, FMF that. makes really good systems for these Austrian bikes. Yep. Uh, put that on. I don't need a full system.
0: I need a skid plate though.
1: Okay. Didn't have one. Didn't have one. Nope. That's a great point. Like you're you're it's not that hard to throw flag handguards on and a skid plate. Just and you can still be a hybrid plate. motorcycle. Right.
0: Just a plastic skid plate. It doesn't need to be right. big old aluminum, whatever. No. I don't even like aluminum ones anymore. I, I prefer like a composite.
1: Here's why they don't do it. Because they offer it in their accessories, and they want you to go there and mm. buy it in the accessory division. And that's something really cool that KTM or the Pierre Mobility Group has. There's a lot of accessories for these bikes. There's a shit ton of stuff. Right. If you spend an hour on the computer looking at all the stuff they have, there is a lot of it there. Right. But that is why it's not on the bike. Interesting. I would love to have handguards, a skid plate, different tires. I'm with you. We
0: need to record that. You said, I would love to have handguards.
1: If I'm going to a hybrid motorcycle, uh, why not go to get uh, handguards? Out of all this shit that I got when I was in Europe between you and Aiden going race, this thing, he was most excited about putting handguards on I know. I got
0: them for him and everything. Oh, yeah. He's pumped.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like you uh, instigating things. Ooh, yeah. You're instigator.
0: I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to take him riding bean today, but he got sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's sick. Yeah. We were going to go trail riding today, people. Actually, we were going to go. On on my day off, I was going to go trail riding. Wow. But my kid actually saved me by being <laughs> sick. <Save you>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the things that I, I dislike about this bike is just, I would like a little bit more off-road features mm-hmm, on it. I agree with that. And I would like a little bit more of a, of a grip to my seat. To ride a triangle to me is good. The bar bend is nice. If you guys want a little bit more comfort, a different bar bend, I'm um, sorry, a different bar company would work. I feel like these bars are pretty stiff. Um, again, if you can find pro tapers, go that direction. Mm-hmm. I know Husqvarna has an OEM part number for their pro taper uh, bar. Is it like, those are still available? Is it their specific bend? Nope. It's okay. it's well, it says Husqvarna stock bend, mm-hmm. but it, yes. So they say it's their specific bend, but it's not. Mm. Um, so maybe you can find those. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Husqvarna stocks those, mm. so you can find those. If you oh. want if you want a Husqvarna stock Pro Taper Evo bend, those are available.
0: Another thing, I'm sorry, I'm not not a fan of what in I guess right triangle ish. I don't like clamp on grips, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: like them. they yeah. you get too much vibration.
1: Yeah, I don't like them. I'm with you. Yeah, but people love them because they're easy. They are easy. I'll give them that. But yeah. then you got to—is it easier though? Because you got to change your throttle tube out now. Well, it easy? comes with the throttle tube. That's what I'm saying. So, but you still have to take your throttle assembly apart. Mm. Is that easy? I mean, it is for us. But I understand what you're saying. If we're trying to make it easy for the average guy that doesn't know shit, putting that throttle back on together right yeah. is crucial. Right. You could really fuck <laughs> yourself up.
0: Yeah, you really could. If you don't do
1: it right, yeah, you get like the fin oh. not
0: in the groove or whatever. Yeah, you get a
1: whiskey throttle on a ridge. Yeah, that's really bad. Peace out. Yeah. See you later, Alex. <laughs> See you later, Alex. Oh my god, man, that is not good. That's not good. It's a good. It's a good option for you guys that want to spend a little bit less money. I mean, it's not that much. I mean, I was eleven thousand dollars is a lot of money.
0: You can get them right now. You know, what bikes are going for right now though.
1: No. You Where? could
0: probably get that bike right now for like 9500 bucks. Really?
1: Yeah. Bikes are cheap right now. Mm. But
0: either way, well, I'm, so, I'm shocked that
1: it's only $500 different. Yeah, it's 5 to 750 is the range that I've been mm. seeing. So Interesting. It's not that much, but nonetheless, it's a little bit less. People are looking to save some money. They can do that. Go to Gas Gas Route, and it's a red bike. A lot of you guys love red. Um you do a little bit more power. You want a little bit more juice. You can drill the side cover air filter, um, side cover on the air filter side out a little bit. I did, sorry, catch my knee brace on the left
0: side airbox cover thing. There's like a weird notch there that where the like plastic overlaps. Mm-hmm. And I did catch my knee brace on that a couple times.
1: So it's not totally seamless? No, it's not seamless.
0: Shroud area is okay with you? Shroud area is fine, yeah. But you, it was like you, kind of the left rear that I got. Do caught. you like the plastic layout of the gas gas? I don't like the look of it really, no. I don't like the, the front of it's okay. Yeah? The rear of it, I'm not the biggest fan of, like the way the the side panel rear fender, uh, blends together.
1: Okay, um, not really a fan of that. No,
0: I'm, I'm I need the number plate's not great either.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I don't. I don't really. I like the clear tank theory. It just looks weird on it's the 5? Is it a five? Area? It's a five for me. Okay. Yeah, I think it doesn't look bad. Right. I think once you dress it up a little bit, it looks a lot better. You get a little bit better muffler system on it, and I think what makes it look bland is the silver rims. I agree. Yep. I'm not a silver rim guy. They're trying to make a comeback when a lot of people are putting silver rims on their bikes. I'm still black rim guy mm-hmm. on Yamahas. I like blue. That looks yep. good. But something about a black rim against black rubber just looks tough yeah. and thick and badass, right? The silver just looks cheap.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a little bit loud, too. I didn't mention that.
1: Like raspy? Muffler. Uh
0: yeah, I like that sound.
1: You do. I just wrote a gas gas when I was in Florida a lot, and I love that sound of the muffler. Really? Yeah, it sounds racy.
0: It doesn't. No, I'll, I'll give you that. It sounds racy for sure.
1: But off road guys want quiet. Off road
0: guys want quiet. Yeah. yeah. So and they want a spark. No
1: just. problems with the kickstand. Nope. No did you rubber? Kickstand. Did you rubber band it up when you were? Riding? No, I didn't. You didn't. No. Doesn't flop down? Mm. It's not limp. Nope. Uh, that's a that's a cowy thing. Uh, gearing was okay for you. Yep. All right. And uh, reliability on these bikes uh, are really good.
0: Sorry, first go. gear, maybe a little tall. So you want it lower? Want it lower a little bit. You
1: want it to lug a little bit more?
0: Yeah, so like going up some of these tight canyons I was riding when I was trail riding, um, I found myself having to slip the clutch a little bit. I'm in first gear, and it's like not coughing quite, but it was, it was wanting to go too fast for the terrain I was riding. So maybe a little shorter first gear. Maybe, I mean, because the bike was so fast top end, maybe... Add a couple of teeth to the rear sprocket, okay. MXA. And, uh, That's one tooth, yeah. MXA. That's one tooth, okay. So maybe two teeth. Okay. So three or three. Just That's not fine. to be Jody, you want to go two. Yeah. yeah. I think I got it. No, I, I think that would probably help it for off-road stuff.
1: And you ran pump fuel, everything was fine. Yep. No problems. Nope. Just a little bit overheating.
0: Yep, just a little bit.
1: Okay. After being wide open forever. Um, you're going to ride it more? Yeah. Okay. Will you get back to the people out there that want to know more about it? Yep. Reach Michael out. at KieferIncTesting.com. Do you check that often? I do, every day. Okay. M-I-C-H-A-E-L at KieferIncTesting.com is the off-road version for Kiefer Ink Testing.
0: And if there's something like you guys have that bike you want to see tested, you want to know, you want feedback on? Something that we didn't know.
1: cover. This is a first race review. You can check that up. There's an article up on my site as well as, long as, this, as, uh, as well as this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be more information if you guys want to see something or uh, for us to talk about something that we didn't cover on the show. Just hit up Michael. And then we'll consider, you know, doing some more tests.
0: Felt good typing that story actually.
1: Did I, it? I got enjoyed. That's pretty it. good. You did a good job. Yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah, it yeah. was a uh, felt good. Felt accomplished.
1: Yeah? yeah. It's been a minute. since I you. know.
0: I like typing. I forgot. I, li- I like writing. It's
1: therapeutic. It is. I like typing a lot of things. Like I just wrote a story about shootouts and what I believe in and what I don't believe in about shootouts, and I'm I put it up on PulpMX.com. I want to read that. And this whole control tire thing that these shoot these uh, medias are doing. Uh, for the shootout, Dirt Rider did this as well. It's like you have a tire company that will buy into the shootout, mm-hmm. and then we have to run um, said Max's tires or Pirelli's, or one year we had to run Kindas. How was that? That was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. It hurts the performance of the bike. People are saying, oh, man, but it's all the same. And every bike is different, though. Every bike has a tire different. Well, you're you're developed each bike, and look at <laughs> I know a lot about this because I do this all the time with manufacturers. A manufacturer develops their bike with a certain rubber and tire, okay? So if they're developing, let's say, MX-33, their bike has been going through the whole two years with that tire, suspension and chassis, that's really reliant on tire. You change that, the bike can feel different. I'm not saying every bike will, but it can skew the results of a shootout. So why not, if you're doing an OEM shootout, why are we putting control tires on the bikes
0: that weren't designed around that tire. Correct. Yeah,
1: especially if you're having a brand that is inferior to the brand that comes on at stock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't. I have less problem if you're just putting a Dunlop tire on because most of them come with that. Right. But some of them come with less um, performance-based tires, so you're getting an upgrade. Right. Even that is still unfair. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just saying, test the bikes how they come. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a separate shootout, like a little modified, hey, what would you do to your bike type right. of shootout? No That's problem. Fine. But you're telling me these these media outlets are telling me, hey, this is a this is serious, this is an OEM shootout. Who's the best? Then fucking leave the same right. tire on. Yeah,
0: you want you theoretically want that bike in its perfect form, and according just, to just the how it comes off the dealership right. floor.
1: I respect Michael Lindsay and the fact that he did that one day. Mm-hmm. He just got his bikes from the dealers and and did a shootout. Mm-hmm. Were the were the results the same? They're pretty close. Right. So. Am I getting pissed maybe over nothing?
0: Possibly. Well, then you got back in the day, theoretically. I've, I've when heard. I was at
1: Dirt Rider and we had to do that, I was like, dude, we cannot do this. We're like, sorry, man. Sales team pitched it. They sold it. We are doing it.
0: No, but do you remember uh, from what I hear back in the day, there were manufacturers giving you bikes that were uh, oh, not stock? 100%. Yeah. like That's ca- 100% true. And-
1: that was mace- mostly back in the two-stroke days. Mm-hmm. Um, jetting was different. Um, Kripa was known to, to get inside the head a little That's bit. That's fascinating to me. Um, do some stuff to it. Um, I don't think it's as apparent nowadays. If it is, it's very minute. It's 4 strokes, so they're not doing a lot to them. Everything's
0: really good nowadays, too. Though.
1: Right. And I, it's it does the manufacturer no good mm-hmm. to do that.
0: Because then you're going to sell a bike that's not as good as the Correct,
1: and it hurts the R&D team. So let's say the R&D team's telling Japan, you know, quote-unquote Japanese bike, that it's, hey, we're not as good here and here mm-hmm. to this other bike. And now it's winning the shootouts because right. you might be doing something in house that doesn't help your cause. Right. So I don't think that is happening as uh, much as it used as to. much as it used to. And I think more people out there think that's happening, and mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. For that that point of view, it's pretty pretty black and white. Yeah. It is what it is. But just the control tire thing was like, eh. yeah. You know,
0: years ago when we rode when we did off road shootout, uh, a red bike
1: that I rode, Honda X. 250? Why do you have to say when you say Honda? Uh, on, you're right. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. I mean, you, can, you can speak freely on this All podcast. Right. Uh, when we did that off-road shootout, I rode
0: uh, the Honda 250X, which my wife has that bike. Like, yeah. It's a good bike. It's a trail bike. It's gutless. The one that I rode at that shootout, no cough, no bog, like perfect corporation oh, really? And I was like, dude, something's mm-hmm. weird here because my wife has this bike, yeah. and it don't feel like this. Right. So, I mean, I don't. I don't think they beefed it. I don't think they put a piston in it or anything like that. But it's I think changed. they got they cleaned the, it up. I think they cleaned up the carburetor. Right. Which, well,
1: it's like the CRF 150. That thing's a piece of shit. that comes from the dealer floor. Right. It's it's a nightmare. It's
0: almost not rideable. Like it, it's, yeah, you can't start. Do it. they still sell that bike?
1: Uh, they're discontinuing. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, going away.
0: I always wanted a CR80 as a kid. That was oh, same. I wanted one so I never got one. But I never I
1: wanted, got one either. Yeah. That was the bike. Hell yeah, that was the bike. I Always wanted um, what was it a uh, 1987 CR80. I mm. thought that was was a the shit. They're just bitching. Like oh. they were so bitch. It sounded sick. I had a
0: cake 80 big wheel, uh, which wasn't bad. So did I. It came from the prices right. Somebody won it on the showcase? No way. Sold it to a pawn shop and might not have bought it. Really? Yeah.
1: That's crazy yeah. That they wouldn't even have that on the prices right. I know
0: that's what I thought too. I want to find that episode cuz it's on there somewhere 94.
1: Uh also one thing I want to touch up um, before we leave here. I know we kind of get off subject here on these shows but um This subject came up to me the other day. Um, My buddy, Fireman Dave, David Martinez, he just had one of his colleagues that he worked with pass away on his dirt bike this week. And um, they were getting ready for the Fire Police MX uh, race that they do in Lake Elsinore. And he lost control of his motorcycle and passed away on the way to the hospital. I think he might have ruptured his aorta or whatever. He dressed with the crash. He was a novice type of rider. And... um, and it brings up some of these questions, right? Our sport and how do we keep riders safer? And should we ride motorcycles? Because the inner workings of families are different than mine. My family lives and breathes for dirt bikes. This is part of our life. Right. Um, Heather and I had this conversation before Aiden could even ride. Are we letting Aiden ride? Right. And what about the consequences that we are about to face as parents, letting him ride, not to mention his own life. So we had a, a really heavy conversation about this because you know we think of the worst. What could happen? You can lose your life riding dirt bikes. So one, we know riding dirt bikes is dangerous. Each one of you out there listening to the show, I think know this, understand it, and live with that. Do we want it to happen? No. Does it change people's outlook when they've gotten hurt really bad? Yes, but that's your prerogative and your choice of how you want to live your life. Um, I know a couple guys that i know knew this gentleman and now their wives or families are mm-hmm. saying hey let's wrap it up yep no more cuz it hit close to home right right i have a real problem with that yep that is something that hits close to home for me like you're telling me how to live my life yep. because of one one man and unfortunate unfortunate yep. he has a family and kids yep sad so super no sad. one wants this right he chose this right um, we don't know what's going to happen in our life, no. but it's what makes your life up that makes you whole, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell her Heather this all the time. if something happened to me while riding, God forbid. yeah, you know that this is what I want to do, right. This is how I this is what makes me the person that I am. Mm-hmm. You should never neglect that feeling. No. If you want to do something that makes you happy and it's dangerous and you take all the precautions that you need to to make sure you're okay, you should be free to go do that. Yep. So, if some of you have families and maybe deal with some of that, maybe that is one way to talk to your spouse to uh, to get them to understand of what you're about. Because if do you have into- this happen in your house at all, does no? My wife
0: knows like this is my thing, and she's never want never once has ever even told me like I don't want you to go writing today or anything. She understands as part of the program, and that's my life. She's super Nazi when it comes to protection in terms of like
1: you got to wear xyz right
0: not even like other gear like when it comes to a helmet like she'll even bite my head off if i you know shit helmet yeah if i or if i mess around without a helmet on she's like because she's er nurse she sees the worst of the worst shit like, happens yeah shit happens and so like other than that as long as i'm wearing a helmet and even with oliver like we'll both get on him about wearing a helmet yeah which i've seen you do with aiden like it, that's what So it is. sometimes
1: aiden will and I will will change something in the shop and we'll right. go down the road yep. to test it yep Putting a helmet on. Yeah, yeah. I go, hey. He's like, I'm just going down the street. I go, yeah, I don't that's care. That's when it happens. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Put a fucking helmet on. But
0: once that's the thing, my wife knows this is part of the program. Like if I was wearing a helmet, whatever, it's part of it's part of it.
1: Kawasaki intro. Aiden took one of the bikes to watch me do like a little corner track. Yep. Didn't have a helmet on. One of the cowie guys came over and ripped his ass and I go, good. Yep. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because I would that doesn't fly at my house. Yeah, absolutely. So um so rest in peace um to Shep and, and his family and we're thinking about you guys um that is a very very sad thing and and he just got a new bike and he just was excited about riding and my buddy dave uh was helping him out and really hit home close to dave yep um it's one of his buddies but um you know his wife had questions about him him riding and, yeah, yeah. and dave stood up for himself he's like look this is what i'm doing you know and, yeah. and um i mean we've all had close people near us that passed away kurt was one of my good friends
0: well i mean look at look at dave's situation too, like. You easily die in a firefighting ass. Yes. You know, something like that. So, like, right. when it's your time, it's your time. Like, it's unfortunate. Absolutely. And this
1: is why I preach, you know, you, you see all this shit on social media. Oh, technique. You know, everyone's selling their technique now. You go to my class. Do this. Look, it's not a bad thing to learn how to ride. Everyone says, hey, man, your your kid looks so good on a motorcycle. I hate to tell you, but he does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you want to know why? We spent more time helping Aiden how to ride a motorcycle correctly mm-hmm. and where to be on the bike. Yep. Versus, hey man, I need you to go fast. Yeah, I yeah. don't care yeah. if he wins or loses. I care if how he rides, right? His mm-hmm. mental state when he's riding, mm-hmm. know when to push a little bit, and know when to, it's not worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Is the juice worth the squeeze? That right. saying can go with a lot of things mm-hmm. in life, and you got to know. In this case, shit just happened. It right. wasn't his fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. And those things just happen, and it sucks. Right. And then when you when that stuff happens close to you. You try to look for answers. There is no there answers. Is no answer, yeah. So that's what's frustrating as a human being. Like, well, I need an answer to this. Well, there's no answer we can give. Right.
0: Not that not that's going to satisfy.
1: So is the answer, system. I'm just not going to ride a dirt bike? That's up to you. No. That's your decision. Right. If, it, if it's that important to you that you want to ride, you probably will not quit. Right. But if maybe it isn't important anymore because, hey, man, the juice isn't worth the squeeze to right. me anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to risk it anymore. I get it. Yeah, but it has to be your decision.
0: I have a friend who's literally going through this ish right now. Like, wife is not pumped on him riding anymore. Like,
1: that's a that's, hasn't ridden
0: in two years, I, and I'm like, what's the deal? And he's like, well, she doesn't want me to get hurt, and I'm like, well, that's so fine. It pisses but like, me off. Now you're in a shit mood because you want to ride and you have a new bike and you all this stuff, and now you can't ride. It
1: just hurts your relationship. No, totally. Because I, now I there's you, resentment there. I have friends that are like that too. I, I can't ride because my wife gets. Right. She's too scared. Right. So you're fucked. Right. Because your wife says, You got kids now, you gotta be there for your kids. Right. So what is that teaching your kids? Like, I don't know, man. I think I look I at you. things differently. I'm just like, be the best human that you can be. And if dirt bikes make you a better human for your kids, right. do that. Right. My kid is gonna learn a lot of things because of dirt bikes.
0: A lot. He's learned a lot. You're you have a great kid. You know what it, I'm saying? And it, it makes you mad that I tell you that all the time.
1: No, it does. It makes me happy. That does not <laughs> oh, make no. me mad. It makes me happy, but I'm just saying here at home, he's a little douchebag at times, right? So then I'm like, but it's mom and dad. I I text
0: you when we raced the off-road, I know we're off-topic,
1: whatever. Um, We've been off-topic for a while. That's fine.
0: When we raced uh, the SRA race, when I raced this bike and he raced his his bike, I told him the same thing you did. Like, just chill out. You've never raced off-road. Just chill out. Like, Don't go fast. Don't go right over your head. And he did exactly that. Like, I could tell he was Maybe more timid in certain areas, but he's still ripping and, and won. But like, he was not riding with the gnarly aggression as he does when he motos because he was not in his comfort zone. But as the race progressed, he got faster, faster, faster as he learned it. He wasn't just first lap go out, pin it. And
1: which also, I thought showed maturity. When also I'm in it, I'm in his ear a lot, right? right. Like I'm a hey, relax. Right. Okay, Dad, I know. That's what he said. yeah, I know. Okay, I know that you know, but I'm gonna. I need to tell you to make myself feel better so that you know. Right. right? I I did that with my dad. Yeah. So if you're a parent, tell your kids, ride safe, ride to your ability. And if it's over your head, know that. Yeah. There's no, there's, (laughs) with our kids nowadays, social media is such a huge thing. Dude. And they see and they think everything Mm -hmm. is a huge deal. Dude. Bad. You know? it's not no one cares at the no. end of the day when i when i when we leave the track and i tell aiden this no one gives a shit about you besides the people that are in this van yep you win you're going to have all these calls right yep. people like oh dude you're sick that's so sick when you lose who's who's here your parents dude, yep. no one's calling you no so just know that it's your life you're going to you have a long life to live and choose the life you want for yourself in order to be a better human that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying if you find yourself in this dynamic at home with your wife or whoever, explain to them what this sport means to you and that you understand the risks that are involved and to make you a better human and to treat the people around you better, you need this in your life. And if you don't, all the power to you. This, if something happens to you close to home and it changes your outlook on life, that's your decision. But that's still doing what you want. That's awesome. Exactly. If, that's your, if that's what you want, do what you want. So um, just stay safe out there, people. Just like what me and Michael talked about, dress for the crash, not the ride. Yep. Proper attire, chest protector. I know I'm not a fan of them. I wear them now. It saved me more than a couple Big times.
0: chest protector guy right here. I am.
1: Yep. And buy a quality helmet. Look, mm-hmm. not to pitch our sponsors, 6D is a quality helmet, people. They wouldn't be on this fucking show. That is my whole thing about this whole podcast is... All these people on my show, sure, they pay me. They uh-huh. do the things. But they're on here because I believe in them. I could get more money from other sponsors that are less um, protective. I mean, yeah. They're inferior to the people that I have on there. But I don't take it because I don't believe in it. And it's cheating you guys out there. Right. I don't want to do that. Right. So Kiefer 23, is it, save 100 bucks on a 6D. Yep. Buy yourself a good helmet. Yep. It's a good helmet. Whatever. Uh, there's other great helmets as well. Fly yeah. Formula, great helmet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a Rye VX Pro 4 just did a review. Of, a good helmet. Right. A Bell, Bell's Moto a good 10, helmet. great yeah. helmet. Like, just I'm get not just a good trying helmet. to pitch 16. Just get yourself right. a quality helmet. Right. Even if it's your fucking kid, man. Right. You're like, oh, it's so expensive. What do we always Dude. say? How much is what worth? How much is your fucking forth. head
0: yeah, worth? Yeah, yeah. I did that with Oliver. We bought once, you know, buy once, cry once. We bought him a nice helmet, and it's. he's been in it for like...
1: Two years now, but it was like
0: well worth the purchase. He's got a good helmet. He's safe.
1: People so, say I'm just a beginner. That's, that's all worse. the more reason. <laughs> exactly. That's even worse. That's the more reason why you should get a good helmet. Yes. So, that's it. That's that's my spiel. So, thank you guys for joining me. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you guys out there. Hope you get to spend some time with the family. Um, if you don't, you can always come to the Kiefer House and hang out with us. Yep. Doors open as always. Uh, support the advertisers that supports the show. We just talked about that. Uh, new merch coming out Heather just designed some new stuff so that will be around the holidays so um, check our shop if you want to order what we have left there's still some stuff available good merch Heather at
0: keyforinktesting.com
1: I like wearing it yep. it's comfortable new hoodies we got some hats coming now Mike
0: mm-hmm. I, I'm a hat guy hair uh, turning gray I gotta wear hats new
1: shirt so uh, Heather's Heather actually is gonna um, design something for a lady I like ladies that. I like that so um, you can always hit up Mike Michael at KeeferIncTesting.com. And you guys know my email address. So thank you for joining me, and thank you for following what we do here. We appreciate it, and we're here to help. We'll see you next year.